Welcome back, everybody. I'm back. Um, yeah, you know what? There's so much for us to recap on. Pertaining my life, I started this new career, and um, yeah, and your girl's working a new job. Your girl's a corporate girly now. She's a corporate girly now. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about the topic of... It's really a phenomenon. I don't even know what title, how I'm going to title this, but the phenomenon was based on the new job that I have, which by the way, which by the way, if you've listened to any of my other podcast episodes, you know, I I prayed about this one this time. I prayed about this job this time because the last time I had that one other job that we, you and I, we both know that I absolutely hated and that's on the episode of my biggest regrets um or something like that my latest regrets or something i don't know what it's something like that along those lines of being called that you know that one job i did not pray for i was just taking advice concerning my life uh, from people who do not have to do the work that i have to do ah, 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 ah. you know people will be telling you you need to take this job take this job would they be working it for you huh will they be working this job for you it it's not so it cannot happen it won't be them working the job it won't be them clocking in clocking out laboring sitting your yash on the chair eight to five nine to five whatever it is it's really eight to five where did nine to five come from nine to five dolly was lying nine to five that's seven hours of work if you do one hour lunch madam you are lying to me but anyways, I didn't pray about that one job. It was a nightmare. Nightmare. A nightmare. I had to leave and I left. Um, I'm pretty sure I stayed for like, did I stay for a year? Oh my goodness. I don't know if I stayed close to a year. Let's see. I left like February. Okay. No, I left like March. I stayed around a year very very close to a year um but i just could not continue any longer praise the lord i'm out and so in the meantime i have been babysitting serial babysitting not as much nan not nanny uh, it's not i wasn't dedicated to like a solid family for like a long time it was thankfully like babysitting picked up like this and it was like i need you for three months straight i need you for this amount straight or one month or so there was a lot of families that I've come in contact to with and I had genuinely like I had the best summer you guys and I'm so grateful and I credit that to making a big decision of transition and honestly like I remember when January of 2022 started it was just you know coronavirus virus it was delta it was happening again you know and I was out of town for this event this conference and I really felt like the Lord was like um you're gonna transition like you're there's transition happening in your life soon and that was big for me because I actually ended up catching coronavirus thank you Sarah Grace but honestly thank you though because even though you got it and spread it to all of us being I was more happy suffering in my bed bedridden with coronavirus than I would have ever been sitting working eight to four thirty because that's what the hours I worked at that job 
and that actually made me realize I hate my job and I would rather suffer and I'm telling you like that was the most suffrage suffering I've ever had in my entire life that's not true well with corona with coronavirus because I'm pretty sure I had it twice coronavirus I was like it was bad like I was skinny legend I was losing pounds very skinny because i couldn't eat because my throat was sore and it was just painful to even swallow swallow air swallow spirit it was painful so i couldn't eat all i could drink was i don't know it was bad and i lost a lot of weight because i was just bedridden i was watching like youtube videos all day and all i could do was sleep because you're exhausted and it was a it was a hot mess but even in the suffering i was like it's better for me to be in this best suffering right now than it is to me to clock in and make money at some job that i don't even like and i realized i was like i can't stay here i can't afford to be unhappy i'd rather take a pay cut and be the happiest i ever am And that's what led me to have, honestly, the best summer I've ever had. I don't know, because there was one summer I had when I was little that I was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. But in my adult life, that was genuinely the best. And thank you for being sick. Um, Big ups to you, Sarah G. And (laughs) it was pretty bad. Everybody, it was, I don't even want to talk about it. If you know, you know, it was bad, like it was bad but anyways here we are so i got this job or whatever right and so i get this job offer because i'm trying to get to africa or whatever just do something um and i'm like okay if you know i need to stop being vague about my life i'm i signed up for amt advanced missions training with overland missions and that's what i'm gonna do so i'm i'm you know in a fundraising mode um this year <clears throat> Because I'm set to leave next year around springtime. And uh, to graduate too. Woohoo! That's going to be me with my hat and a tassel. I'm so excited. So i this job offer came up and it was kind of in a lull time of it wasn't like babysitting was babysitting like babysitting was babysitting if you know what i mean like the the money was moneying and it was good like i it was just got me through just got me through i got to kind of act like a because i'm the oldest so i got to be kind of like a like stay-at-home mom take care of my brother and be like have you eaten have you eaten have you eaten it was so fun but i don't know i just noticed that i had this desire to work again and um and anyway, this job opportunity came up and my mom was like, listen, I think it's a great idea. And when she said it this time, it was just something about it stuck out to me. I prayed on it because and I took a while to pray on it. Like I took a while. I took I pretty sure it took like maybe close to a month just considering this because that last job was such a mistake. What's a mistake? such a terrible a terrible whoops terrible mistake that i could i i was so like afraid of landing myself i I wasn't anxious but i was just i'm not doing that again and i was like i'm vehemently against putting myself in a position like that ever again so i was serious and i prayed about it i was like god either i'm gonna go about fundraising because really again i'm in fundraising mode so i could continue 
babysitting here and there and still be a student, whatever. But your girl's called to full-time ministry. So there's a path set. We're trying to get, we're trying to get somewhere here. So I was like, God, either I continue doing this job and just live by faith or whatever, or I could take this job and, you know, put my hand to the plow, get to work and work hard for the money. And I genuinely believe that God just put that decision back in my hands. And he was like, whatever you decide, I'll bless it. So I was like, okay, bet. Awesome. So I took the jobber out and either way, it was like, I knew like if I stayed babysitting, it would obviously be easier. Um, I think it would probably just take more faith to be completely honest, but I don't know. I also had this desire to like work. So I took that route, got hired instantly. Listen, I never been hired FS in my life. I've applied for jobs. I've applied for jobs. I remember my parents were just being super hard. Like they apologize about it now because they realize, but whatever. They were being super hard on me at one point in my life when I was literally like a fresh college student. They were like, you need a full-time job. You need to make money. I'm like, I, I huh? Huh? Like they were just not happy with my college job. But I'm a college student. What type of job do you want me to have as a college student? Which is why I'm still in college because they put so much pressure on me to work that I could not be a full-time student with a full-time job. I, I am currently a full-time student with a full-time job, but it's because they forced me. So I had to adapt. So anyways, that just, that was a lot. And they recognize that now that they're being unreasonable. I don't know what they were going through, but whatever, it's been squashed. It's been dealt with. And so I've applied for a number of jobs. And th- at that point in my life, people were just not, I, the amount of interviews I've been to, babes, bibs, it came to a point where it was just, it came to a point well, I just went to interviews. It was just comical. I just knew what to say. I knew how to act. I knew how to sit. I knew how to dress. I knew how to smile. Really pussy. I knew how to do it. And my dad was like, why are you not hired? I was like, can I make people hire me? He was like, why don't you have a job? I was like, am I the one that has to hire myself? Is it me sitting in my office saying yes or no? How can I hire myself? I was like, what kind of question is that? How are you going to ask me why I don't have a job? I'm gonna apply for job getting interviews. Second interviews. Why you don't have a job? Is it me? <laughs> it is me is the problem. No. It's not me. It's not my um grace to God. I don't know. I think I'm a good worker. I don't know why people weren't hiring me, but it's probably for the best because I need to probably most likely be on the path that got me to where I am today. Praise the Lamb. Okay. So I got immediately hired at this job, which is unheard of. I actually get to use my degree, which is unheard of. And um, yeah, you know, I'm working on it and I'm excited. But it came, I came to this resolution, just looking back in my life and re- just the hardness that I have to deal with, just the, just the, ugh, the headache I have to deal with concerning education and school and my call in the ministry. And if I could give someone advice Everything I thought before this changed be based off of one phone call conversation I had. Um, I was interviewing for um, this thing that I'm doing this summer. I mean, next year in the spring. And I was explaining to the girl, I was like, hey, I want to do it in this time. And she was like, okay, great. Let's da da da. We're going to set this up. And then I called, I'm pretty sure like I called again or something. I don't know. I contacted her again and I was like, listen, I don't think I was like, honestly, I don't want to keep pushing back college because I feel like I've been pushed back enough. Like 
with me my just just I was just it was pretty bad like my parents put me forced me to go to a school that I never wanted to go to and I was not enthusiastic and for the first time in my life I was academically poor like I've if you know me you know I I'm school is very easy to me it's like I've never studied growing up like I don't have a lifestyle of studying I'll do if I need to pass an exam and I'll have to look over like some answers or you know (laughs) some study guides but studying is not something that I had to necessarily do because I I retain information pretty well so that's I'm just trying to detail like how easy school was for me to pass you know and oh my gosh so this time I was just unmotivated I didn't want to do it I didn't want to be there I I, I would rather just sit than like do something else like escape anything than be in school do school work because I was just in a place I didn't want to be there I felt like I was forced to do and if you know me I can't be forced to be somewhere I'm not the type of person where it's like you just suffer for now and the happiness you'll get happiness later it won't be me why do I have to suffer first what what that you know the type of immigrant backstory you you suffer now you you work as this you suffer for 20 years so you can have 10 years of retirement yes what the (laughs) whoa I don't want that I actually want to be joyful I want to be happy and that's important to me so when that's jeopardized I feel like like a dead plant like I feel like a vegetable I just exist I'm not made to exist I'm made to thrive so are you so being put in I can't personally operate where I'm just like well I just have to pull up myself I just have to do what I have to do and then that was such it was I wasn't depressed I just didn't I like avoided going there doing schoolwork because it was depressing I wasn't depressed because I had praise the Lord like a church community and a place to escape a place that made me happy it literally at that point in my life it felt like I was successful in the church and the ministry stuff but when at school I wasn't when when it was with jobs I wasn't everything else in my life was perfect and I I literally remember thinking I was like if I could just drop the school stuff and just do ministry stuff already just completely just just do that everything will be good but here I am stuck in this crisis this multicultural crisis of honor your parents honor your mother and father and all my American people are saying well well sometimes you're just gonna have to like it's worth it just forsake your parents and and, and preach the gospel and go to and all my African or cultured friends are like in this limbo of like, I'm just doing, I'm, I'm in a degree that my college, my parents want me to be in. I'm not actually going to get a job in this field. I'm just getting a degree because my parents want me to get a degree. And I'm just suffering for this because that's what my parents want. I'm going to medical school because that's what my parents want. So that's what I'm surrounded with. And it's like this. And then you're like seeing like other immigrant kids like adults being like you know I did college first for my parents and you know whatever but then I pursued what I wanted after I did that and and that worked out or or like they're just like well I just went against the grain and and I I went for my dreams and yeah I fell out with my family my my parents don't talk to me anymore or they came back into my life when I was successful but it's worth it if you and it's just like what like it, it was a lot like as I don't I don't like people say like I, I relate to people that like um like have for example like you have a call you have a passion but your parents are against it and you know like if you were just allowed to just thrive in that you could be successful like you would be very successful in it if and it would help a lot if you got your familial support um 
it's one thing if you see that and it's like a classic American, like like a Caucasian Wahite person is going through that and they're just like, Oh, my mom hates this job, but it's another type of pressure when you come from a foreign background. If you know, you know. When you come from a a background where it's like your worth is tied into your education, your worth is tied into your job title, your worth is tied into um, you know, like your status. What's your title? So it's just a different type of pressure. It's very similar, but it's it's just a it's a something else. If you know, you know. So that was a lot to emotionally handle because the only getaway that I ever had, the only time that I could ever walk in my purpose and calling was mission trips. And I remember physically being in South Africa and we were just, we were fit, like, literally I was in the, on a dirt road, like child, I was in a village. <laughs> I was walking and I was just thinking, I was like, I was thriving, babes. I was uh, people, I was praying for people. Hi, the Holy Spirit speaking. I'm, I'm, and this other team is saying somebody got filled with the Holy Ghost, and da 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 da. Somebody got delivered from witchcraft, and uh, all these testimonies back to back, left and right. And I'm, ah, we're thriving. We're going. People are being ministered to. We're bringing the truth. We're seeing results. You know, we're seeing the power of God. I literally, it was amazing. And it was like the older ladies on my trip team were happy me up like, Crizo, you're so good at this. Hey, I'm like, I'm listening to you. I receive it to my mind. I receive it. Ha <laughs> ha. I walk in the dirt road and I literally had this thought and I was like, I so wish I could do this forever. Like I was actually talking to God yesterday and I was like, there's so many times on mission trips where I wish that I could miss the plane back home because I would be okay living in that spot doing missions like doing evangelism doing streets whatever just just seeing people's lives change and obviously you know i you know who gonna feed me who gonna house me but regardless of that i was like i could do this forever but i hate that i have like a few days left on this trip i hate that it's a short term but literally short-term missions are you know people like to s on like short-term missions are damaging and yeah it depends on the organization organization you go organization 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 is that you know when you hear yourself say a word and you're like that's not that's not right that's but it's i don't know it's like a random english word that you say all the time you say it one time and it's like that's not a real word why do we call a business an organization when organization is also a verb? Why have I never put that together? Organization is a noun and a verb. No, it's not. It's a noun. Organize is a verb. Organization means two different things. A structure and an organized body of people. Wow. Anyways, that's what I was saying. That also depends on the organization that you go with. Like, if you go with a... I don't even want to get into that. But there's just some missions organization that just don't. They're not intentional with the with what they leave the impact that they leave behind when they're finished. Um, and that's that. So people. So there's again, that depends on the organization you go with. Some short term missions can be more problematic than others. Um, but short term missions are the way that I got, are the, literally one of the only ways that I got to, not the only, but one of the only ways that I got to walk for a glimpse of my purpose and calling. Um, saved my life. If I could say, I don't know, 
that's a pretty dramatic statement I don't it feels like it saved my life like honestly if I never did it I don't I don't know I don't know what my life would have looked like so anyways so so I was in South Africa and there was this guy named Peter Simon or Simon Peter his name is Simon Peter he's black and he like <laughs> we were like walking and I again it was like one of those trips where you there's a team of people a bunch of people you get split up into different teams every day he, I was never on Simon Peter's team I wish I was because he was like pretty anointed and like like a one of those like people that like people are like oh, he's a real deal like he he is that guy um and he like we're walking and he he like i, I don't know he we're just walking side by side because we're going somewhere street ministry he was like hello and he i don't even know if he said that he was like i want to invite you to our school and i was like huh and he was like I want you to come to this school. He, first of all, his voice sounded deeper than that and was more suave. But ah, uh, am I a man? Do you want me to do impressions of man? I'm not even that gender. I've never been that gender before. Hey, I want you to do this school. I was like, first of all, he's a South African, so his accent was not even close. I'm over here in West Africa, so <laughs> I was like, oh well, yeah, that's cool and everything, but, but. I've already done a school like this. Like I literally just came, did nine months of ministry school. So I personally did not want another time of training over the same thing that I just did. No, no more. Even if it was in Africa, no more. And he was like, that's great. But <laughs> like, I, I want you to do it. He was like, I invited, he, I don't know, he just said it in a way that I, I just, ew. anyways, he said it in a way that I was like, I don't think I could do this. It took a lot for me to even get to do Alabama, do ministry school. I had to fight with my dad in private and public. And while I was buying Crizo Jr. in my car with him, he was like, dude, why do you want to do this? I, I, you know, that was hard. That was a hard conversation to have. Like I was literally praying God soften this man's heart because this, I just want to do what I want to do. And this guy's physically not letting me pursue you. And you know, by the grace of God, he let me do Alabama, but apparently that was a straw that broke the camel's back because they just didn't want to let me go ever again. So I was like, I don't know if I could fight this fight again. I'm exhausted. I was like, I would love to Simon Peter and everything in my head. That's what I was saying. And I thought about that in the bathroom and in over there in this base that I was at, some this organization space. And I was like, God, I, this is fun. Like, uh, this is great. Like it's mission centered. It's missions based. You know, I love that. I don't know if I can do this again, if and then I really I was like I was just exhausted and I was like God how I don't know if I can do this again and God he was speaking to me and one of the things I remember him saying last was like but that's never stopped you because I was like what about my dad like you know how my dad's gonna be he was like but that's never stopped you from doing um you know essentially what I do I was like yeah so I I didn't even I didn't I actually didn't even go it was like three months in South Africa for this organization three or you can do the six months one and I never told my dad I I never told my mom I, I just coming like fighting that type of battle 
it was a lot and I was I was like I don't I don't want to fight again like I'm tired of fighting like let me just be content over here in Jacksonville and let me do my short mission trips because I don't think I I don't think I have I do not have it in me that was a lot um so anyways I stayed I finally sat down with myself and I realized I was like well I hate the school that I go to and I was like what do I actually want to do because apparently I'm stuck here and I knew that I'm like, listen, the quicker I graduate, the quicker I, I get out of those aisles, baby. Like, the quicker I, I quick, quicker I, I need to go. So I, so I was like, well, what do I actually want to do? And um, I realized that, Trizo, you've always been artistic. You've, you, you've always been artistic. If you know me, you know. If you really, really know me, I'm like elementary school know me. You know that I've been in art stuff. I've been in art clubs, competitions, and all this stuff. And and all this you know i was like okay let's actually monetize that because okay like let's actually like because i did the ministry school thing let's go for arts background but i didn't want to be like i didn't want to be one of those arts arts people so i did graphic design why because that was the most lucrative option that i can think about that i actually care about because i actually did my old college i did business major but i wasn't starting any business degrees yet because you have to get your AA first and praise the lord that I switched because I was like what the freak I know about business what do I care about business I could barely do basic math mathematics listen algebra I don't even want to tell you how many times I had to take algebra in college but uh, the relief that uh, you don't understand the spiritual relief that my body went when I took my final math class algebra i hate i hate algebra i like give me give me shapes give me trigonometry give me something else don't give me formulas and letters and sentences and math what happened to one plus one hmm? we're dividing multiplying flip-flapping division fractions equinox what's what's going on it's not even math it's sentences this is a storybook. A plus B squared. What's going on? I don't like that. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like it. So, I was, so I was like, yeah, absolutely not. So I was like, okay, so like, mm-hmm, like, what do I actually like to do? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do graphic design because that's the only major I feel like I actually enjoy in college. So I transferred to the school that I currently go to now and I will be graduating from and I'm in my that's called digital design and guess what I am doing for my job. I have to digitally engineer implants for surgeons and their surgeries and I don't engineer the implants. I segment it out, which means I get your skeletal system scan and I get your bones in front of me. And there's a 3D scan. It's a lot. It's actually pretty cool. But everyone that I work with now, in my division, in my department, we all have graphic design degrees, digital design, or animation degrees, which is crazy. And then the other departments, I I work in a room full of engineers and uh, the digital people. And they're either engineers degree or they are a digital whatever I am which is crazy so i actually get to use my degree hmm god is working hot god is working for me he's fighting battles he's working onaga 
Onaga. He's working. Is it working? He's working. Is it working? He's working. He's working. He's working. Onaga. 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 Period. It's working. And then. So, I, oh my gosh. Let me. Okay. So, the initial point is. So, I was on the phone. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I went completely off, but this all relates. Story time. This is a story time. This all really relates. So be patient, my dear sister and brothers in Christ. So I was on the phone call interviewing for this other missions organization, which, funny enough, is another three months in Africa. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I actually asked God. I was like, "What was the purpose of that? Like, why?" He told me the answer. So, and basically, he was like, it's a, "That was a stepping stone, babes. That was a stepping stone." So, anyways, it's come full circle. So I'm on the phone call, re- interviewing and about this, you know, missions organization thing that I'm about to do next year in springtime. And I was like, "Listen, babes, I'm in college. I've, I've been. It's been pushed back enough. I don't have the fight in me to really explain. I want to take a break and do this for three months and then finish college. I'd rather just finish soon." So can I move back the dates that I want to do this um, time in Africa? And she was like, yes, madam. She was like, babes, no, I get it. She was like, I get you. She was, she literally was like, you have African parents. I understand. I was like, uh-uh. Blink, blink. You understand? She was like, girl. And she gave me the most profound words of wisdom that literally i don't think she realized like what this settled in my life how this soothed my soul because i always felt so conflicted just seeing people my age people i grew up with or just people i know like being in the mission field going out full and i'm like ah i still have college or, or like whatever like i still have to do this and i still have to do this and you know and this girl was the only one of the only people that obviously she spoke from experience but she it, i feel like she just validated and just like it it soothed everything she was like listen i had to put she was like i was just like you where i wanted to just do ministry do ministry do ministry my parents were like no i want you to do this first i want you to do school first and she was like I, I, and I chose it was, she was like, it was really hard, but I honored my parents and through that honoring them, she got to be with her parents until they passed. And she was like, had I not chosen to lay that down for a season and use that time to honor her parents, she wouldn't have had the time that she had with her parents before they passed. And she was like, my relationship with my mom was not the best. And because I chose to honor them, it was the best it had ever been. So she got to, like, have a good relationship with her mom before she passed. She got to, you know, all this stuff. And then she was able to go and do her call because she had honored her parents and she honored her parents well. And I was like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. And just seeing my life now, I... I like my parents just found out that I'm going to Africa for like a long time. And I'm, my father, my father, who don't know how to take anything well, he, <laughs> he like, my mom was like, she was like, oh, so what's next? What mission trip are you doing next? And I was like, Africa art. I was like, zombie art. And she was like, okay, how many weeks? I was like, weeks. 
<laughs> months. She was like, months. Ah. I was like, yeah. And my dad, my dad was like, what about school? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be graduated by then. And that was all he said. <laughs> that was making me feel like that's all he really cared about. Because for a long time, they was just saying, you know, just finish school. Just do get your degree. Just finish, graduate, and then you can do whatever you want. You can do your ministry. You can do that. But we want you to have a degree. And they've been saying that for a long time. Longest time. Even though they've been the one that have been buffeting me, trying to get me to get a full-time job at the age of 19. Hey, how am I supposed to support? You want me to support the house? I'm 19. Anyways, they have repented. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so... Mm, it almost makes it seem like had i just and i and i have but i realized that oh 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 my days you just honor your parents first the best you can because that's the one of the last few opportunities you get one of the last few opportunities you get to honor your parents so if i could go back and tell the girlies the gals the gallies if you're my age, all the African galleys, all the foreign child galleys, all the people like me, immigrant family, all, you know, you just get, maybe your parents are very strict, very hard, and you're in the position, you wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Bible school, but my parents want me to go to college. This is unorthodox a little bit, because I've heard the advice, just, just go for it, and, and, you know, and honestly, listen, if you decide to go for it and choose that fight, I personally support you. I personally am rooting for you, and I get it, and I understand but if you don't and you choose to you know what i'm going to give my parents what they want first and then i'm going to go for what i want i would even commend you i will clap hard and i will clap loud i will clap very long because it's peace it's peace you need peace you need peace in your life because listen this lady what she also told me because she was like because the biggest thing that she was struggling with she felt like she was missing out not being on the mission field because she was honoring her parents then she said but god restores that what you lay down for them for god to honor your parents god will restore that when it's time for you when you you've honored them and it's time for you to go he'll restore it like you like you never lost the time Uh -uh. and that made me realize all my college girlies because i know i know a little african gal who she wants to do something and her parents are like i want you to be doctor i want you to be engineer i want you to be lawyer so she's going the medical routes even though she wants to be interior design. And I was I was telling her, I was like, listen, if you want peace, before I would have told you, just go, just fight for what you want. Now I'm telling you, just just obey your parents. <laughs> and as soon as that's finished, go pursue your call. That's not popular, but that's what works in a foreign household. It's not popular, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know it's not popular because if I speak to a lot of Americans, Americans have this way, this romantic way of living where it's just like, you just do what you want. Screw the world. Screw it. Like, screw it. Like, nothing matters. Like, nobody cares. Like, your haters going to be your motivators. Those are your parents. We don't live like that. America is not the epicenter of life everybody else we live in a system where respect your elders you do with your parents you live under your parents almost like you're a slave in a way in a way in a way and you just follow what your, your parents look at you and they said this is what you're going to be this is what you're going to work as this is what you're going to do and you do it i'm not saying that that's good and i'm not saying that that's beautiful i'm not saying it's perfect but it has 
it has its results and for the, oftentimes they're not bad but if you have a call of ministry in your life or you have a, you have a passion like i want to be joined against like i i see somebody doing this I, I i'm actually very talented in this and that's my passion and if i could do that as a job oh my gosh but your parents are saying do this first i want you to be this i want you to do that listen regardless i <laughs> let me say this let me say this okay let me let me let me let me build the foundation of what i'm going to say me i work in job my dad wanted me to be doctor engineer lawyer i wanted to be a lawyer for a split second when i did a little mock trial and it was too many words to learn i was like girl i don't boy i don't <laughs> i don't know what they say i don't know what they say your honor i object that's all i the only legal terms i i, I cared to learn because all these words i was like all right no nah, I, I ain't doing all this i have to learn a language okay nothing girl no thanks i don't want to be a lawyer anymore daddy i'm telling you when i told my daddy i want to be a lawyer the way his eyes shone his voice he was singing ah very good Chris. i'm so happy wow that's good he's like you still want to be Laura I said no immediately he was like why I was like it, it, that's too hard I, I tried it you know I tried to be a virtual lawyer it was hard it was hard and it's not worth the money you know me at 14 I was struggling in that virtual um mock trial it was hard there's a lot of terms <laughs> I have to study uh, virtual this supposed to be a game I have to study for a game all right I've had enough can you imagine me being a lawyer? I'd be so obnoxious. So I'd be very tantalizing though. I'd be wearing high heels. I'd be like, yeah, I object. Hey, I'd be sezzy. But anyways, don't worry about that. I'm called to the ministry. Be pure. Amen. So I was like, immediately, no, I definitely didn't want to be a doctor. Heck to the no, ever. But look at me now. I am working with engineers and in the, in the medical vein. What? So who won, me or my parents? Hmm? Hmm? My arts degree got me a job that has to do with engineering in the medical field. Who won, me or my parents? And that made me realize, you know what? When you honor your parents, when you honor your parents, because that's a concept that's kind of lost in American culture when it comes to your life. Give your parents your last bit of honorization of your life. And by that, I don't mean like you'll never call them, you'll never listen to them. I'm talking about what you can give of your life that's left because you're an adult now. And you know you're not gonna be with them because you're gonna leave your mother in your father's house soon. Give them what you have left. Give them that. Let them have it. And show God, God, this is hard. You know I wanna do, but I'm, I'm doing this. I'm giving them this because I'm gonna leave. And I want to do it the right way. And I want peace. That's what the Bible teaches. Do everything you can to have peace. If you can do it. If, if it's possible, live in peace. It's not always going to be possible. But if it is, pursue it. Just give them that. I burped. I'm sorry. Just give them that. I had, a lot, I had like chicken and sour gummies. And, and a cheddar broccoli cheddar soup. And, and I had a chocolate muffin. And I had a green tea. I ate a lot today. I had mashed potatoes. I don't usually eat that much. Anyways, um, give them that. Just give them that. And I told her I was like, listen, it's it's best. It'll be well with you if you just honor your parents, and then do what you need. Do what you want to do. Give them that. They so your African parents just want you to have a degree to your name. Suffer for four years. They're paying for it anyways. 
or you, you know somebody's paying for it because you went on scholarship suffer for four years it won't even be suffering if you just be like you know what i'm just gonna try to enjoy it the best i can because let me tell you something four years goes by quick it feels like nothing had i and i knew that but i didn't know it but if i knew it like i knew it now i don't think i would have suffered 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 because it's really a part of that i don't want to put too much blame on them but i did tell my daddy i wanted to go to the school i wanted to go to southeastern and that's the school that i go to now i was like no just put me in southeastern because after ministry school he was like you're not going back i was okay so i'm gonna go to southeastern let me put you south no i don't want you to do this school uh-uh. so that's the price that he has to pay but whatever forgiven for not really forgotten because for the sake of the podcast but other than that forgotten but that's the price he had to pay <laughs> so you know but four years is not long at all and if your parents so desperately just want you to have them four years give them four years and then pursue what you have but don't be foolish don't just be for you know do little things towards your calling too if if i'm doing four years in college i'm giving that to my parents i'm getting a degree my compromise with that the the way that they would compromise was let i'm going on my short mission trips and they can't even be shocked did you really think that me if i'm just gonna you know that's what i do are you shocked that i want to pursue it deeper and now i'm getting a degree and i'm about to be finished you shocked that i'm going i'm choosing this route let's be real are we really shocked are we shocked no that's why he said nothing when i told him i'm gonna graduate soon my dad just sat there content had nothing to say what else does he need for me what else i I even told my parents i was like don't come at me talking about you want a master's i gave you this portion of my life that's it (laughs) i was like that is it come talk about now get a master it won't be me it won't i don't want to do any more schooling right now i'm finished i love my school i love i love working towards a goal it's better when you you're not just doing stuff just to do stuff but when you're like i'm doing this so i can get here oh yeah life is better have goals goals are important but i told the african girl i was like it might be well with you if you just do that honor your parents in that way and then pursue what you have you have a call of interior design on your life your parents want be you be in medical field find a way to connect that ask god to be creative god help me to be creative i don't know how do i medically design stuff be an interior designer for hospitals or something like that are you kidding me for clinics yes do find god (laughs) you see this you god knows african parents exist god's not an american god he's not an african god he's just god he knows different cultures he knows the expectations he knows how strict parents are yet the rule remains honor your mother and your father obviously if they expect you to go immoral and they go they expect you to go in a way that's against the word of god you choose god and you ask for grace and either god's you know you either have grace where your parents are just nicer to you because you chose god or something like that and it's just supernatural or you'll fight that battle out but you'll have the grace of god because the bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but god delivers them from it all from all of it you will be delivered regardless so you have hope whatever wherever you are there's hope for you as a child of god always you'll always have that in your corner but i'm saying this to you because a lot of people try to be like well you need a a unnecessary struggle and fatigue unnecessary struggle i remember fighting i was fighting 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 with my parents in this living room 
arguing, gay, getting loud, getting rowdy, rambunctious. I don't even know what that means, rambunctious. I was getting, you know, cantankerous, okay? I was being very cantankerous with my parents. I heard the voice of God so clearly. Hey, is this peace? I'm like, God, I'm fighting to go to ministry school. He's talking about, is this peace? I knew this for you. Jesus, literally, Holy Spirit, is this peace? I shut my mouth in the middle of that argument. I didn't say anything else because the Holy Spirit said all he needed to say to me. Is this peace? Made me realize. Fight for peace. It's not right that your house is rowdy and a mess. It's not right. Ask God. Give me a graceful exit. Give me a way that I could gracefully honor my parents and walk into my calling. God knows you want to walk in your calling. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not like mean. He's very compassionate. He knows that's hard for you. God, I want to do both. I, I, I'm, I'm really honoring your word. I'm really honoring you when I'm trying to honor my parents. But I want to honor the call you have for my life. It was so uplifting for me to hear you're not missing out on anything because you're honoring your parents. When you get there, when you get to go on the mission field, when you get to do your full-time ministry, what you have for there will be waiting there for you and you, you'll be on time. Wow. That's, that is if you keep moving and you, you keep moving. You keep moving. Because you can miss things if you're not obedient and you don't move. You can miss things. Just like how I missed, you know, I don't I don't know if I was supposed to be in, physically be in South Africa, but, you know, like in that program. But, you know, I just sat on it. I was like, maybe I was just, you know, imagining, oh, you know, hey, maybe I'll just tell my dad I want to do three months. Maybe I can get away three months. I don't know if I could do, you know, I'll try to do school over there three months, three months, three months, three months thinking. Never made an attempt, never fundraised. I missed the opportunity. It went. It went. Missed it. But when you work towards a goal, you get there. So I remember, anyways, I posted that on Instagram. And I was like, it's so crazy how when you follow, when you follow, when you honor your parents, when you follow God, God, there's a way that you can honor both your parents and you can honor God. You'll find yourself in a position like that when you follow God. And another girl that I know who I know definitely has formed. And I was like immigrant children vibes. And this girl who's not American uh, that I met on a mission trip. So funny. She was like, this is so true. She was like, I've noticed this too in my life. And obviously I think that's something that is pretty profound to a lot of people who have cultures that are foreign and um, what is foreign? Foreign to like the typical American you know, culture, familial culture and I don't know if that's gonna just like it's just it's just just honor your parents the best you can and then do what your purpose is. Like and then completely go for it. I mean, you know what, find a ways that you can feed into your purpose little by little. So you can grow that on the side, you know. But give your parents that little portion that they have left. And things will work out. Because the Bible says God will work all things together to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Not just he'll work all things together. What's the requirements to them that love him? And how do we know 
What does the Bible require or consider those that love God, those who honor and obey his commands? That's in 1 John. 1 John says that. I can even quote it. I was reading it and I felt I really felt to stop and meditate in that area. The Bible says, First John, uh, verse five. I don't know if this is chapter one or chapter two, but it says, But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Love for God is truly made complete in them. If anyone obeys his word, this is how we know we are in him. So my Mac's about to die. But I want to leave that with you. Give you my insight. Kind of give you a life update. Um, and just what I've realized. And it has brought the most clarity and peace in my life. And everything just seems seamless right now. My transitions in and out of life. When God is ordering your life, your transition in each season will be seamless. It'll just, it'll be perfect. You know, so that's what it's been feeling like lately because I've really been taking on that challenge of let me put everything before you, God. Let me actually consult you before I make a big move or any move. And it's been good. Things have been really good. So I pray for you, God, if anyone listening relates to this, give them the grace, give them the faith to know that they hear your voice so you can so they can hear you speaking to them because you're not silent. Your sheep know your voice and you're a shepherd that speaks. So I pray that they have that. They have, they receive guidance in their lives and they'll have the opportunity to look back and say, God, I saw you in each step and I now understand what you're doing and I'm so grateful that you got to, I got to see both of my heart's desires fulfilled. Me honoring my parents, me honoring you. My parents please with me and you please with me that's a pure desire that's the desire of a good child so i thank you god for them i bless them god and i pray that your grace would abound soften the hearts of their parents and loved ones and family and i pray that the path will be easier than they think it will be to choose you fully abandoned in jesus name i pray amen have a good night i love you all boy boy i'm going to sleep Cause I'm gonna wake up in the morning tomorrow and go to my job. Hallelujah. Good night.